The following audio is from Christian Heritage Church. More information about Christian Heritage Church is available at chctoday.com. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. Lord, we thank you for how we can move and have our being. God, without you, we could do nothing. Lord, without you, we would fail. Lord, now touch me right now in the name of Jesus. God, let me decrease the more, God, and you increase. Lord, give a word to your people today, God. Not a word just for reaction, God, but a word for results. In the name of Jesus. Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Lord, let it be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus' name we pray. I wish someone would say amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. To the book of John. Amen. John, the fifth chapter. Amen. John, the fifth chapter. Amen. Coming from the New Living Translation. Amen. Verses 1 through verse 15. Again, John. Amen. The fifth chapter. Amen. Verse 1 through verse 15. Thank God for, amen, Christian Heritage Church. Amen. Come on, give God a praise. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the opportunity. Amen. To be back with you again. Amen. Thank God for Pastor Steve and Amen. And his wife. Amen. Thank God for them. Amen. Thank God for my lovely wife. Amen. Amen. And all. Amen. The Net Church. Amen. And family and friends who came out today. Amen. Amen. I hope not to be for you long. I have you out of here. I see what it say for. Okay. I got to be done by four o'clock. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll get y'all to wake up in a minute. One. Amen. Amen. The book of John, the fifth chapter, amen, verse 1 through 15. It said, afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside of the city near the Sheep Gate was the pool of Bethesda with five color covered, excuse me, porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me in the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. So the Jewish leaders um, objected. They said to the man who was cursed, you cannot work on the Sabbath. The law does not allow you to carry that sleeping mat. But he replied, the man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing, they demand. The man did not know for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, now you are well. So stop sinning or something else worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. I want to speak from a thought if I can this morning. Amen. It's not over. Get up. I'm going to say it again. It's not over. Get up. When I look at the text today, we find a man, a man who had been sick, a man for 38 years. Hey, man, that seemed like a long time to me. I'm, I'm only 42 years old, so and that's the majority of my life. We find out, a man, that uh, he finds himself, a man, 
sitting at the pool, amen, waiting for someone else to put him in so he could be delivered. He finds himself dependent on someone else for his deliverance. Some of us even today have been going through some things for a long time and you sitting here waiting on someone else to bring you deliverance. So when he finds, and um, Jesus finds this man in the text, he asks him, a man, as my father would always say, a dangerous question. Do you want to be healed? Uh, someone say, well, if a man been sick for 38 years, of course he wants to be healed. But I beg to differ. Sometimes we have gotten used to the things we've been in. We done got used to things hurting. You know, if we get up in the morning and we check for our hurting. Now, let me see, my shoulder hurting this morning. Uh, you know that old bad foot of mine. You know what I'm saying? We, we checking for it and we already done prayed and been asking. But it seems like we've been denied this so long to the point where we done got used to it. So when he asked him, do you want to be healed? Of course the man wants to be healed when you ask me because I've been dealing with this so long to the point where I'm kind of done got used to this thing. You could go without for so long that you don't know what it means to have something. We always talk, amen, uh, with my kids and I laugh with them. They don't know what no space heaters look like. The one that run on the gas in the corner, they don't know what that is. They don't know what it is. When you get a certain smell, you know it's finna run out. They don't know what that is. Uh, when they go to my house, all they do is keep hitting the button up and up and it keeps getting hotter and hotter. They don't know what a heater is. They don't know going to my grandma's house and know what a stove is that you got to put the wood in and fire it up and it can go all day and it's still cold in the house. They don't know what that means. So some of us who has been through some things, we know what it means to not have. So this man, after 38 years, had been sick to the point where he tells Jesus, you know what? Every time I'm almost getting my breakthrough, somebody else beat me there. Seem like some of us sometimes, every time it looks like it's your turn in line, you get skipped over. But I'm here to let you know today, some of y'all still waiting on man and Jesus is waiting on you. Some of us waiting on our jobs to get the promotion we think we ought to have, but promotions don't come from man, they come from God. So we've been too busy, our deliverance, we waiting on the doctor to tell us we all right, and we're not walking into the doctor's office by faith and say I'm healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I feel like coming through here right now. So he finds him and he tells him, get up, get your mat, and let's walk. He tells him, and his faith then instantly had to believe, I had not been able to do this. But after 38 years, I met the right person. Don't never tell somebody it's over. It ain't never over. If you got breath in your body, God can still deliver. He can still heal. He can still bring you back. Don't never tell nobody it's too late. If God can do it, if he can't do it, it won't be done. So he finds after 38 years, I've been dealing with this thing. It's been bothering me. 38 years of it. And it seemed like every time, can't you see 38 years of almost getting there? And somebody else get there a little faster than you? I know y'all don't go to the mall, but those of us who do, and especially during the holiday season when uh, you're looking for that one park you want. And uh, you sitting there patiently, got your little blanket on, 
The person in front of you got to put the bags in the trunk. They got three, four kids they got to put in there and scrap them in the little safety seats. And they finally back out. And soon as you get ready to get that paw, somebody else come get in there for you. And I, I know you tell them, bless you, the Lord loves you. And, and have a blessed day. I know you do all that. Can't you see his frustration? That when he would have thought, it's my turn now. I seen John get his deliverance. I seen Bob get his. I saw Angela get hers. And I'm sitting here for 38 years. And every time I try to get mine, somebody beats me. And now all of a sudden, I got this man standing here. Now knowing that he don't know. Telling him to pick up your bed and walk. And instantly he had to believe by faith that this man would not come here just bothering with me. It's Christian Harris, I didn't come here this morning to play with y'all. I came to let you know that the things you've been waiting on, God waiting on you. The things you've been praying about, he ain't forgot about. He's waiting on you. You don't need no resolution. You need a Jesus to look at. He's waiting on you. So he finds there that he heals him. Picks up his bed. You would think everybody be happy about that, way. Well, tell somebody, here come to church, folks. I ain't hear y'all say that. Say, here come to church, folks. I'll explain what church folks is. Church folks are the ones that say you didn't come in the right attire. Church folks say you didn't get it like I got it. Look at him. Who would be loved to say, we've been watching this man for 38 years suffer. And all of a sudden, now he's delivered. But the only thing they could think about was, it's the Sabbath. If you're not careful, we, we'll legalize everything and won't get God work. If you're not careful, if you don't look the way I look, you don't do it the way I do it, you don't say it the way I say it, all of a sudden we'll miss a miracle. We'll miss a breakthrough because we didn't look like how we thought it would look. Doesn't that sound like the people of that day? They didn't think Jesus looked like he's supposed to. He didn't come from the right family. He didn't come from the right side of town. Who is he to tell us? Isn't that Joseph the carpenter's boy's son? I had too many examples where you can miss a blessing because it didn't look like what you thought it was. To my single ladies in here, stop looking for tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> and wait for who God seen you. And if he's seeing you short and stubby, you tell God, thank you. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't, I, I ain't, I, I, I was pity patting. Somebody say, well, I ain't lowering my standards. Well, don't lower your standard. Get up to God's standard. He'll give you what you need. Because uh, uh, contrary to probably belief, it's too many of these dudes out here now. They too pretty to work. I guarantee he don't look the good no more if he don't go to work on Monday. Let me go on back over here for 38 years. Oh, I'm stepping on toes now. For 38 years, you've been, all this time, you've been waiting. You don't been on Christian Mingle. You don't been on eHarmony. Oh, y'all ain't going with Farmers Only. <laughs> Facebook inboxes. Instagram. You done been all that. Still can't find nothing. I'm telling you, stop looking. You waiting for man to trouble the water. And God say, I got your deliverance right here. Your breakthrough, if you could just get up, it's not over. It's not over. If you got breath in your body, you should not be counted out. 
Don't count yourself out. You have breath in your body. God did not wake you up this morning for you to be more than anything less than a conqueror. You were born to conquer this day. He gave you everything you're going to need for this day. Lord, thank you for this day, my daily bread. If he feed me today, I got the strength I need to conquer this day. So our faith now needs to kick in. It needs to kick in to know that, you know what? I can't wait for man. Some of us waiting on elections. And sit. So I'm, I'm not, I'm, that was running for election. I know that's what we have to do. But it makes no difference to me who the president is. As long as God is on the throne. As long as God is on the throne. I can say like David, I was young, but now I'm old. But I never seen the righteous forsaken. No, his seed what? Oh, I got some believers in here with me today. Uh, quick, quick note. Uh, I, I bought my daughter a car. And I like the little car because I went and gassed it up and I ain't spent but $20. <laughs> so she don't learn how to drive it quick. My point, but I, I remember when gas was $80 on a fill-up in my wife's car. And the same God of $80 fill-ups is the same God of $20 fill-up. And not one time did I get there and, and run the pump and left. And, and all of a sudden I forgot that I didn't pay. The same God that took care of me when I didn't have much, it's the same God when I think I got more than enough. I know some of y'all said this morning because you didn't win the Powerball. You had all your, all your plans. You had already wrote out what you were going to tell your boss. You got to go back to work tomorrow. Oh, blessed quietness. Y'all don't play. Y'all try to play cute on me. I stay right here. I stay right here. Some of y'all for all your life, you've been, you've been playing the same numbers. Ain't nothing came in. Let me give you a number to call. Uh, we used to sing a song with the church. I mean, have you tried Jesus? Uh, somebody say he's all right. Uh, have you tried him as a lawyer? Tell somebody he's all right. Why are you trying the lottery? It might not go for you, but let me tell you about this man named Jesus. Uh, he can heal your sick body. You can make a billion dollars and die tomorrow from sickness. But the God I serve is able to raise you up. He's able to keep you where you're supposed to be. Don't, well, don't do that. It's too much room in here. I might run. <laughs> so it's not over. Don't count yourself out. Don't count it out. Family members don't turn it back on you. And let me tell you something. And for some of us, for good reason. Oh, we won't amen it out one with me. For some of our family members, they done done everything they can humanly possible do. Mama done prayed for you. You done stole from her. She done prayed for you. You done lied. All she did is what we need. All we have to do, turn you over to the Lord. Can't you see 38 years this man dealt with this? Some of the issues we're going through, no, you might not get out of this thing today. But your faith ought to be just like the Hebrew boys who said, you know, if he don't do it, if he don't do it, I know he can. 
Are you standing in front of a fire furnace? Can you sit and say with assurance that even if I die today, I still believe he could have brought me out of this. Can you stand up for what you're going through right now and say, regardless of what's been said, I still believe God can do anything but fail. In the midst of your foreclosure, can you say God is still a provider? In the midst of my health crisis, can I still say he's a healer? Uh, all you're doing is making the devil mad. Because what the devil wants us to do is throw a pity party. Then the man start out with it. Yeah, I ain't got nobody to put me in here. I ain't got nobody, and every time I think I got there, somebody get there before me. Aren't you glad Jesus don't care nothing about your excuses? He don't care. He ain't hear none of that. Do you want to be healed? Get up, get your mat, and walk. I ain't here for that. I'm not here. Sometimes, you know, uh, yeah, I know y'all, Pastor Steve, you probably in the other part, they, they can deal with this. Sometimes we get phone calls. That we really just don't, we be on the other line, on the other end. I might be telling y'all too much. We be on the other end, but we be like. <laughs> Hold on, we say we people of faith. We believers. That's more than just your bumper sticker. Huh? That's just more than you can a big Bible. That's more than you quoting scriptures to your coworkers. If you're a believer, when you're going through, you got to stand up now. It's time to stand up now. This is your time now. We can read about Job. We can read about everybody in the Bible. But this is your season now. When you publicly got to go and walk through some things. When everybody thought you had the perfect marriage and all of a sudden y'all ain't together no more. Can you still walk out and say God is good? When your family, yeah, y'all look good on your little Christmas card, but people don't know what's going on inside the house. Can you still say God is good? So it's only your season. This was his season, but this was his time now to be delivered. And even after being delivered, everybody ain't going to go along with it. But, you know, who cares? We say it all the time. I don't care nothing about haters. People going to hate you if you do right or do wrong. So love them anyhow. Tell them who done it for you. See, I love testimonies where people get up and say, it ain't had nothing to do with me. I done messed up more than I ever could do, but it was nobody but God that brought me out. Who could entrust me with all of this but a God that's righteous? So it's now time for you to get up. It's not over. Your life ain't over. I don't care what, what sentence someone spoke over you. I don't care what teacher told you you weren't going to learn. I don't care what doctor told you, can't do no more. Matter of fact, when the doctor say he can't do no more, you know where you at? You're in a good place right now. Because now all of a sudden, you're not gonna tr- you can't trust man any longer. You don't trust man no longer. The man, hey, the, you don't went to the best of doctors. They done told you. They done ran the finals of tests. They done gave you everything. And all of a sudden, all what they have done. There's nothing I can do. You might well call hospice. But before you call hospice, let me call somebody else. And the God that I serve can do anything but fail if we just only believe him. This is our season, church. It's time for us to believe like never before. Can you see the things that's going on around us? You know, we're going to be real strange here in a few years. 
But we already told we were peculiar people. A royal priesthood. He already told us that. See, I, 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 a lot of times, and I'm finna get ready to go in a few minutes. Uh, a lot of times, we, 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 you know, we, we get mad with the disciples. How, how they couldn't believe Jesus? How, how they go back doing what they've been doing? He, he raised the dead. He, you know, he took, took two fish and five loaves of bread, said thanks over and fed all them. How could he just go back doing? You do the same thing. We do it. Who brought you out your last crisis? And all of a sudden, when a new thing came up, I don't know how I'm going to make it. How did you make it out of the last situation you was in? Who brought you this far? All of us in here been counted out more times than we even know. People see you and say, oh, you, you still living? You know, people ain't got no filters now, but they'll look at me. Yeah, they, they told us. My father called me one time. He like, he called me. He says, hey, son. I said, I said what's up, dad? He said, obviously, you must not be dead. I said, no. <laughs> no, no, dad, I ain't. Now, let's, um, heaven look like um, old San Augustine Road I'm riding down right now. <laughs> he said, well, somebody called me. It says, well, they were sorry. They heard your son was dead. <laughs> uh, it's a whole lot of Richard Ashes in the world, but I wasn't the one he called. So maybe to somebody else, I was shocked when they saw me. My point of that is, people will always have something to cast on you. They always have a label just for you. If we're not careful the church, we do the same thing. We won't release folks from what they used to be. Instead of the, the Jewish leaders celebrating, they were talking about the Sabbath. What better holy thing to do on the Sabbath than to make a man who ain't walked, ain't got up in 38 years, that should have been a celebration. But in all of that, we're still trying to take care of the law. If we're not careful, even in our own churches, we spend more time putting on restrictions instead of praising God for what he already done. So I tell them at the net, yeah, sometimes maybe somebody sitting next to you, you high-five your neighbor, they might smell like weed. For those of y'all don't know what weed smell like, don't worry about it. For some of us who know what it is, you ought to tell God, thank you. Where else you going to get delivered from weed if you don't come to church? They might smell like they drunk all night and they got up and came to church. And I hope your nose ain't so finicky. That you can't see a breakthrough. The God I serve is better than anything you can drink. He's more powerful than anything you got. He's more powerful than Molly, Flocker, Crack, Cocaine, uh, whatever you drink, whatever you can snort, whatever you can push up. When they say you can't be delivered, let me just tell you about this man who delivered me. Everything now, church, we got to start pointing back to Christ. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with Christ. Stop waiting on man to say you did it. You, okay, now, now you, you ready. You good. I'm, I'm not waiting on man no longer. Man promotes who he want to promote. Y'all know most of the deals are made on the golf course. I don't play golf. <laughs> most deals are done when you, when, when you home sleep. They out making deals. But the God I serve can put, take your, 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 your application from the trash can and put it on the top. 
Every time they try to throw it away, God will put it right back where it's supposed to. Each time they think they're going to get by you, God will put them right back where you're supposed to be. Every time they think we're going to move you to the side and just give them part of what, God said, no, you're going to give them everything I told you. God didn't tell, Jesus didn't deliver the man from one thing. He healed him of all what he had gone through. And in my closing, at the end of that now, in the end of that text now, some missed that. At the end of the text, Jesus catch him in the temple. You know, some of us done been delivered, Lord. I don't know y'all ain't never prayed this. Lord, if you let me get over this hangover. <laughs> I promise, Lord, I would not do it again. Ooh, yeah, what's up? You going out tonight? Yeah, boy, I'm there. <laughs> Lord, if you get me out of this situation, I promise I'll serve you. Lord, if you get the police off my back, if you touch the state attorney so they don't give me what I supposed to get, I promise I'll go to church once I leave jail. You get out, you get released, you leave that same Bible in that same room that you was in. But Jesus called him in the temple and said, you know what? You better stop sinning or something worse coming. Ain't no need of getting a natural body healing and the soul keep doing the same thing. Ain't no need of coming out of one thing and not going where you're supposed to go. In the text before here, in the fourth chapter, I got to go, I got to get out of here. In the fourth chapter, Jesus meets the woman in Samaria. He sent his disciples on the, to the market. Y'all go ahead and take care of what y'all got to take care of because... Jesus knew the stuff I got to do. Some of you, that's too deep for some of y'all. See, some of the people we talk to, you can't talk to them. You know, they ain't the kind of folks you talk to. Do you, you know, do you know who that is? It makes no difference who they are. It's a soul that's there. And y'all know the story. The woman meets Jesus at the well and he asks her, hey, give me something to drink. She says, you know what? I ain't got nothing to draw with and it's too deep. He said, but if you'd ask me for a drink. I'd have gave you a drink when you thirst no more. My father taught me something. I love him to death. Some of the stuff he said be so funny. He said, you know, Jesus, he had a, he had a mean Matt game now. He, he, she thought one thing, but Jesus, she didn't know Jesus was there pulling her in. You know, sometimes uh, you got to be wise to win souls. He couldn't tell her when he first met her. I know you got five husbands and the one you with right now ain't your husband. He couldn't have told her that when she first came out there. But the more he intrigued and brought her in, the more he could say who he was. And when he revealed, amen, who he was to her, she couldn't do nothing but say, Lord, save me. But somebody else would have saw that. Disciples would have hung around. They'd have been asking why he's talking to her. Y'all Bible scholars know she's a Samaritan, one thing, this your woman. And then we don't know quite what she do because she know a whole lot of men. But at the end of all that, the same woman, the same woman goes back and tell, come see a man who told me about everything about me. Come see this man. He different than any man I ever dealt with before. And all of a sudden, a revival, if you would, broke out down in Samaria only because one woman had an encounter with the king. That's all we need today. We don't need nothing else. The world needs just another encounter with Jesus. 
If we can just get to Jesus, we can take care of a whole lot of this other stuff. The problems of this world ain't nothing. But you know what we're trying to fix it in? Our own strength. We're trying to fix it in our own power. Our own understanding. I find out when we say, Lord, what would you have me to do? Before I do this, what? Because you know some moves we may make personally, we, we think we're doing all right, but we don't know it's a ripple effect. Y'all remember Sarah? Right? Sarah was told that she was going to have what? A child. But Sarah said, you know what? I'm smarter than God. He really meant that my handmaiden going to have this child. You, you thought, what happened between Abraham, Sarah, her handmaid? Wouldn't have nothing to do with us, right? We're still dealing with that same situation about these same two children right now. Because once they say, I'm the child of promise. I'm the child. I'm the first. And one thing about God, God not slack concerning his promises. He told him, yes, you're going to be blessed. Oh, listen to me now. He ain't, God ain't like us. Because he was Abraham's seed, it's certain blessings that's going to come to you. But certain things you still ain't going to be. You're going to be a wild man, a man against every man, a man against every nation. A rich man. But you ain't the child of promise. Because I promised Sarah. So God will keep his promise. It's time for us, y'all, to get up. It's not over. It's not over. It is not over. I don't care who said it's over. It is what? It's not over. Even at the last minute. I told you I got to go. What time? I don't want to hold y'all too long. I got to four, but I don't want to use it all. <laughs> Jesus had a friend he loved. Lazarus. And uh, Jesus heard, got the word. Your friend, the one you love, is sick. You know us, if one of your friends was sick, you're going to drop what? Everything. Everything to go what? See about it. But Jesus delayed his going. He delayed it for a purpose. But Jesus finally got there. Sister out there met him, say, Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother would not what? He wouldn't have died. See where faith is? If you'd have been here, Lord, he wouldn't have died. But Jesus had to let them know, I am the resurrection. <laughs> I am the truth. Anything that come to me, I can bring it back. That's why our churches need to get back to getting people to Jesus because if the souls are dead in the pews, the only thing that's going to revive them, the only thing that's going to resurrect them is the love of Jesus. Everything else, 
good things. Don't get me wrong. You, you can do a lot of good things, but uh, only thing that's going to resurrect is the blood of Jesus. He was dead to the point she said, no, Lord. He's stinking now. It done took its course. In other words, maybe if you was here a day earlier, it might have been all right, but by this point now, it's way too gone. I'm here to let you know you ain't too gone. You ain't gone too far. You ain't done too much. You ain't, don't listen to the enemy telling you, no, nah, uh, nah, if you, maybe if you'd have came last Sunday, you'd have been all right, but this Sunday, no, nah, you ain't gonna make it because, you know, Pastor Steve not here, so deliverance is gone. No, let me tell you, it don't make a difference who here. As long as Jesus is here, the deliverance is here. A lot of times we waiting on certain people, and that ain't no reflection on me nor him, but all we are vessels to be used at any time. All you are, when you're in the, your workplace and when you go into the malls, when you have a chance to witness who Christ is, all you're doing is what God told you to do is be a willing vessel. You might not know the person's name, they might not never see you again, but the one thing you did might turn them back on the right road. The one word you gave them might bring them out of the situation they were in. All you got to do is get up and walk. It's time for us to go. It's time to get up. We're too comfortable in Zion. Too comfortable. A world dying around us. And we're doing good. You know, we, 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 you know we, we run late for church. I ain't got time to pick nobody up. They, they should have called me before I got here. What better place to bring somebody with you? You know, we brought everybody else where we, everywhere we went. You know, we went out clubbing. I know none of y'all. I'm just, talking, I'm just talking to who I'm talking to. You loaded your car down. Matter of fact, if your friend didn't have money, you paid their way. But when it comes to the house of the Lord, and all of a sudden, we don't invite folks, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to, you know, be, you know, all super saving. No, 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 this, this is the command. If you don't give this, how are they going to get it? If you don't open your mouth, how are they going to see it? You can carry that Bible around all the time and read, and they be, you'll be just like the unit was. You unit say, how, how can I understand instead of somebody teaching? We're living Bibles. Sometimes you need to let folks some of the stuff you done been through. I'm not talking about all the time giving them that testimony, how you, you, know, you went to your mailbox, and you opened up your mailbox, and you had a big old check in there. I ain't got my check yet. Y'all pray for me to get mine. But how can, can you can you witness to somebody and tell them when you messed up? Can you tell them when you fell on your face, flat on your face? Because that's what the, the testimony that's gonna bring somebody out. Somebody see you now, but they really don't know what you done been through. Can't you see this man for 38 years? I was sitting at this pool waiting on somebody else, but this man named Jesus came by, and all he told me, I don't even have to worry about the water. All I got to do is get up, get in my bed, and walk, and all of a sudden, instantly, I was delivered. Let me tell you about this man here. We can close the pool out. Y'all can concrete that joker over, make it a tennis court, do whatever you want to do, because we don't need it no more because there's been a man that came by. Healing is always here. 
Wherever he is, there's healing. Wherever he is, there's deliverance. Wherever he is, there is liberty. But all we got to do is get back to believing who God is. Somebody say, well, pastor, you, 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 you're a pastor. That's how you know. No, the same things you have to go through. My brothers and team challenge, I salute you. I done been through some of the same things y'all went through. Same struggles you go through. Ain't no temptation such as common to man. <laughs> the same things you have to go through, I have to go through. I have to make decisions every day. Am I going to do what's right or do what's wrong? So don't, don't count it foreign that, hey, you got to believe God. And I got to go. We believe our doctor more than we believe God. You want to prove my point? I will. You go to the doctor's office, and the doctor or the nurse bring you in there, they put you on the scale. I know for women, they kind of hide y'all, but men, they read it out. <laughs> and they read it out to the one nurse way down there. <laughs> Yet yeah, I'd be 300 pounds. Did you get it, 300? They give you weight eye. Tell you go in a room. Get out them clothes. What we do? How many of y'all know your nurse name? Did you done got out them clothes? <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. Someone's trying to be slick and keep on some. Mm -mm, now nah, you got to take them off too. So you just who you are. Daughter come in, how you doing? Blah 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 blah. Five minutes later, gone. Same nurse come back in there. You can get dressed now. Doctor writes your prescription. Give it to you. You check out. Go fill it out. Take that pill, you, don't even, you can't even pronounce half of them. And you plop it right in your mouth. Swallow it. Don't even know what you took. Don't know the side effects. But we trust in whatever he put on that paper. You can't even read half the time what they wrote. But we done done it. But I tell you, all you got to do is believe Jesus. There you go. There you go. So all you mean, all I got to do is pray about it and believe. There you go. So that's what the that's when the enemy done slipped in it. You done crept in church to take it now when you bring my offering and lay it at a preacher's feet. That's where my blessing gonna be at. I ain't never hear Jesus told that man that raised no offering for him. <laughs> before he healed him. And I know offerings are in order. Don't get me wrong. But see, if we're not careful, we believe that it's something we got to pay to do for him to do something back for me. No, sir, you can't pay for this. You don't have enough money. Yeah, you can win the Powerball. I don't care what it get up to. You still ain't got enough. Somebody probably going to go insane when they get this money. 
They're going to be in Publix tomorrow. Scared to put their little code in here. <laughs> but when God gives me a blessing, it adds no sorrow to my life. The blessings of the Lord added no sorrow. In other words, when he blessed me, I can still walk in public and shop like I want to. I can still go where I want to go, see the people I want to see. It brings no sorrow to my life because what he has for me is here to enrich my life and not take from me. Somebody tear up their Powerball tickets right now. (laughs) It's not over, saints. It's not over until God say it's over. It's not over. You woke up this morning. If it was over, he'd have let you sleep. If it was all done and ain't nothing he could do, He'd have called you on home. But you woke up another morning. And as I always say every morning, just another day, that the Lord has kept me. I'm not promised tomorrow. I can't, I can't deal. Whatever's going to happen tomorrow will take care of itself. I thank God for today. He blessed me to get up today. And since he blessed me to wake up and start another day today, I'm going to do what I have to do for him today. We spend too much time worrying about tomorrow. We already know what's on our desk. We already know what I got to do. Man, I left Friday. I ain't get nothing done. Uh, Monday, I got to go back, and all of a sudden, it's over. Don't stress that. It's today. It's not over. It's not over. Come on, stand to your feet. My prayer this morning is for those who feel in their spirit they're like the man that's been there for 38 years and you've been counted out you've gotten to the point where you don't got used to going to your problem but this morning I want to let you know that it's not over You've been carrying around that bed long enough. You've been carrying around that issue long enough. It's time to get up and walk. It's time to step out on your faith. That I understand that God can do anything but fail. And even though you've been going through, you've been praying about it, I'm here to let you know it hasn't fallen on deaf ears. The Lord heard. And he's still able to do anything right now. Bow your heads. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for letting us know it's not over. Until you say it's over, God. Lord, right now I feel healing right now, God. Breakthroughs are coming right now, God. Because they believe, God, it's not over. Regardless of what the doctor has said, God. Regardless of what my bank account looked like, God. And the things that man say, God, I'm not waiting on man any longer, God. I'm waiting on you right now, God. 
in the name of Jesus touch right now God touch and deliver God touch and make whole God in the name of Jesus we know you could do anything but fail restore our lives God restore our families God restore our country God in the name of Jesus Lord it's not over for us God it's not over until you say it's over God you said if my people God which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray seek my face turn from their wicked ways then they shall hear from heaven Lord you'll come in God and heal our land God heal our homes God touch our houses God in the name of Jesus we thank you right now God for you are God of a second chance in the name of Jesus we bless you God we forever to give your name the praise for all honor is yours in the name of Jesus name we pray come on get your put your hands together and give God a praise come on give God a praise come on he's worthy if he's coming out give him a praise Thank you for listening to audio from Christian Heritage Church located in Tallahassee, Florida. Feel free to give copies of this message to others, but do not charge for those copies or alter the content in any way without permission. For more information about Christian Heritage Church, please visit us online at chctoday.com. 